Uh, so if you missed it at the beginning, there's no question for you to be thinking about tonight. Um, I'm not actively monitoring the chat. Uh, I think at least one of the guys has it up in the back, but uh, I'll, I'll look at it after the service. Uh, so feel free to continue saying hi and letting others know that you're here. Um, before we dig into it tonight, I wanted to be sure to again say uh, that if you hadn't heard, starting next week, you can come here to Acoma on Tuesday nights for our service, or you can continue engaging online through this live stream. Uh, if you want to attend the service, head to tnl.org and click on the uh, public worship gathering square that's going to pop up um, right as you get to the homepage. Uh, that will give you more information and uh, it'll take you right to a place to register. Um, we are going to be continuing to require registration <clears throat> until the county eases capacity restrictions, uh, which hopefully is just a couple weeks away. Uh, but until then, make sure that you do register if you want to attend, especially if you are planning to have your kids uh, in primary or in the nursery in the back. All right, so this Sunday, as many of you know, we celebrated Easter, uh, the resurrection of Christ. Uh, one of the things about the resurrection story that I continually find so compelling is that the, it's, it's an invitation to newness. It's not about restoring the past. The resurrection was not about going backwards. Death wasn't conquered so that we could get back to the Garden of Eden or some idealized state of humanity. No, the resurrection is about pressing forward. It's an invitation to take hold of a new reality for our lives and our entire world, which obviously includes the church. Last week, I mentioned that uh, the very first church in the book of Acts um, I mentioned that church and how so often within uh, church circles today, we hear people say how we just need to get back to that first church. We just need to get back to that first century church. We just need to get back to the way that uh, they were doing things um, in order for the church today to really thrive. And I don't, I don't think that's right. I think the church is meant to morph and to grow and to adapt to its context, not to change our beliefs or core values, but to integrate them uh, to, to better reach and resonate with the culture that we're surrounded by. The church is a living, breathing entity that changes and adapts in order to best reflect God in the context and culture it finds itself. Otherwise, yeah, uh, we should be trying to get back to how things were in the first church because things went really well there for a minute. We should only be speaking to each other in Greek or Aramaic. Uh, we should only be meeting in synagogues or at a river if no synagogues are available because um, that was a thing. We should only be communicating with each other through letters that take months to get from one person to another. Does that sound appealing to anyone? None of that would go well. Aramaic is hard, okay? So the question for every church in every age isn't how do we get back to the first century church, but instead how do we adapt and integrate with our context to best reach and resonate with the culture? And believe it or not, TNL's very existence was one answer to that question. As many of you know, TNL was first started a while ago, about almost 30 years ago now, by people like us who wanted to create a fresh expression of God's church that would reach and resonate with modern culture. They wanted a worshiping community that spoke their language, that had relevant things to say about their lives and the culture around them. They wanted a place uh, to connect to God that deeply resonated with who they were. 
TNL uh, created a culture where people came to be introduced and reintroduced to God in a way that many of them never had before that changed the trajectory of thousands of lives, mine included, many of yours included. So how do we continue to do that today? How do we continue to morph and adapt with the culture? Things have changed a lot in, in the past almost 30 years. Things have changed a lot in just the past year. COVID has sped up some processes that were already taking place in our culture, especially with regards to how people interact with church. How do we respond to all that? Well, we're not looking to reinvent ourselves, but we also don't want to stagnate. We want to learn and grow and adapt. We want to continue uh, impacting people's lives. God is breathing new life into our community to again be a fresh expression of, the church, of his church that reaches and resonates with our culture today. So what does all of this look like? Well, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you about that tonight. I've been, I, myself, the elders, um, we've been working on this for like, gosh, three or four months now. And I'm excited to finally be able to talk to you about it. Um, we're gonna be getting back to some things that we used to do really well. Like, <laughs> like having a church softball team that we can all be proud of. Maybe not, I'm just kidding about that. But true story, we used to have TNL softball teams. They'd actually be playing right around this time of year. Uh, and to my knowledge, we were always very bad, except for like the advanced teams that, that Andre and Bobby were always on. They were great. The rest of us were terrible. The one year that I played, because it was the last year that we did it, uh, the team that I was on, which was called Tanks and Lasers, get it, TNL. We were in the E-League. So not A, B, C, or D League, E-League softball. The league that's supposed to just be a good time. And we lost every single game, <laughs> but one. And if I remember, we won that game by a lot, which is weird. But none of the games were close. We got destroyed most of the time. Uh, but we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun doing it. So maybe not softball per se, but, uh, but having fun together is just one of the things that we used to do really well and we want to get back to. We're also going to be trying some new things. Um, some of this stuff is going to look different. Some of it is going to look exactly the same. Some things are going to be changing. Other things won't be. None of this is really about re-envisioning TNL. It's about remembering some parts of our DNA that have fallen dormant and morphing and growing to better adapt to our current context. So who we are and what we're about isn't changing at all. We will continue to be a tangible expression of God's love and grace in the world. We will continue to be a church that values grace and authenticity and spiritual formation and generosity. We will continue to be a church that exists to join God to reduce suffering and increase joy in the world. That's not changing. But we want to begin to pursuing these things with an expanded focus beyond just Tuesday nights both in person and online through three main areas of focus um, that we're talking about tonight and brace yourself. Yes, they alliterate. These three areas of focus for us are curriculum, culture, and community. Look at that beautiful Venn diagram. I spent too long making that, <laughs> but it looks great. It's lovely. Anyway, we'll get around to the, what these all are in a second. Uh, but you may have caught something I just said that's already something that will be different. I said we want to be pursuing our values with an expanded focus beyond Tuesdays, both in person and online. One thing that will be new 
or, or increased is our presence online. Like TNL did almost 30 years ago, we have an opportunity to tap into our original DNA and formulate a fresh expression of God's church that reaches and resonates with our culture. In our context today, I mean, I don't have to tell you this, the digital space is paramount. How much time have you already spent today on a device? And of that time, how much of what you saw brought you joy or enlightenment or helped you remember that God is drawing you close? How much of what you saw just increased your stress or your sense of discontentment or disconnection or just made you kind of wallow in everything that's wrong with the world? For better and worse, we get so much of our news and our information and our identity from what we consume and also what we present online. We want to be a voice online in the public forum where you encounter all the other ideas in the world. We want you to encounter your faith community in those same spaces as well. So some of the expressions of this online presence will be through that first focal point um, that we're calling curriculum. It's gotta start with a C and that's the C that we went with. Uh, so curriculum is, is long form content that we'll be mostly distributing online. So if a Tuesday night talk is roughly 15 to 20 minutes, this will be more in depth, hour or so long installments. Uh, things like Bible studies, uh, explorations of, uh, of church and Bible history, um, things that are important that I don't often have a chance to fully delve into on Tuesday nights. Uh, right now, I'm actually working on something um, about the oldest sections of scripture that I think is gonna be really interesting and fun for us to learn about. Uh, that's some of what the curriculum area will look like, but it's also gonna consist of interviews with experts on relevant topics, like the interview I did in February with Paul Steinke about mental health or the interview I did last month with uh, Julie Barrios on spiritual formation and discernment. That's curriculum. The next dimension or area that we'll be pushing into uh, is one that's, that's historically one of TNL's greatest strengths, and that's uh, culture. We have a history and legacy at TNL of creating excellent and beautiful art, particularly music. We wanna stoke those embers. We have so many talented musicians, there's no reason why we can't be writing our own music again. Eventually, I'd love to get to the place where we are releasing an album every year with the songs that our community wrote that year. But this isn't gonna be confined to just music. We wanna activate all of, all of you, all of our creatives to create excellent and beautiful expressions of their God-given talent. We wanna be a place that is creating excellent and beautiful culture that helps point us and the world around us towards the mysterious and awesome beauty of our creator. So that's culture. Okay, so I know at, at this point, some of you are thinking that you're not excited about the idea of us becoming an online church. And that's great, neither am I. And that's not what we're doing. We're about people. And so we're about being where people are. So that's here on a Tuesday, in the building or on the live stream. That's on social media on Monday mornings uh, to have an encouraging word for people as they start their week. It's creating opportunities for our kids to, to play together during the week. We wanna shift our focus to better utilize online tools to connect people, not just up to God, but also in towards each other and out toward the world. Really, honestly, the, one of the primary hopes of us putting a larger focus on online spaces is to build community and foster deep, significant relationships which brings us to this final dimension of community. Uh, we, we talked about it in, in the 
just a couple of weeks ago that Jesus said that the way that people will know that he is Christ is through our unity, our love for one another. In order to love one another, we need to actually be in each other's lives. <laughs> we want to help build deep, significant relationships as we follow Jesus together, which is something that's been really difficult to do this past year. So we'll continue to have events that bring us together like community dinners and workshops and roundtables and service projects, uh, prayer meetings and worship nights and concerts and galleries and all these kinds of things. But we also want to activate and unleash all of you to be spending time together regularly through community groups. Now, if you're anything like me, if you hear anyone at a church talk about community groups, you start to get a little bit tense. And uh, I, I, you probably instantly have an idea of what I'm talking about. And I can pretty much guarantee you that I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I'm not talking about small groups that you traditionally encounter in a church. Uh, what we're envisioning are groups with clear start and end dates formed around shared common interests, because that's where real life and real relationships form. Some of the most profound and long lasting relationships that I've developed with people inside and outside TNL has come through regularly getting together around totally non-churchy things. The two most significant were playing Halo and watching football. Because it's in these casual spaces with each other that people um, from this larger community getting together in these casual spaces where meaningful conversations about life and faith are sparked and deep relationships are formed. And these groups can also be the on-ramp for people to join our community. There are plenty of people who are more likely to take you up on an invitation to do something that you enjoy as their first experience of our community, more so than showing up on a Tuesday night. This is a story for another time, but one of my greatest friends and one of the most faithful members of our community, the guy who was just singing and playing guitar up here, uh, we didn't meet him because he showed up on a Tuesday night. We met him playing Halo which is ridiculous and awesome at the same time. Uh, we want you to be getting together, regularly getting together with people within and outside TNL to pursue common interests. That can look like anything. It can be something like a traditional Bible study or a book club. Uh, it can be enjoying good food together. It can be getting together to play Frisbee or watch sports or create art together or brew beer together. It can be something really practical and simple like um, a weekly play group for kids. We have a few of those starting up that regularly meet at a park so kids can play together and parents can have a chance to talk with each other, which as a father of a toddler, I'm really, really, really looking forward to. We want our faiths to be integrated into all parts of our lives. We don't want our religious life separate from our work life, separate from our social life. These groups are easy ways for us to start to integrate our faith deeper into our lives. You, every single one of you is passionate about something invite people to be passionate with you. Whether you're getting together to share good food, which I think I've said before, because I really like groups that get together and share good food. I'd like to be invited to them. Uh, whether you're doing that or putting on a summer camp for kids in foster care or pursuing health and nutrition or praying for everyone in our church or gardening or feeding homeless people, we want you to be doing these things together. We want you to be integrating your family into them uh, with you, your kids, your roommates, your friends, especially as we reemerge from COVID intentionally overlapping our lives together is going to be essential. 
And again, it's in these consistent and casual spaces that meaningful conversations about life and faith are sparked and deep relationships form. What's something you like to do that you could invite a few people inside and outside of TNL to do with you for a few months? That's, that's it. That's all we're talking about here. Take a risk. At worst, you'll do something that you enjoy with good people. Sounds like a win-win to me. So that's community. So if you remember our Venn diagram, which I spent way too much time on, that spot in the middle, the nexus of all three of these areas, curriculum, culture, and community is our weekly Tuesday night worship gathering. That's where all three of these things come together. Now, for those of you who choose to attend Tuesday nights in person, not much is gonna change from what you're used to experiencing in our, in our in-person worship gatherings. The primary changes that you'll notice are a result of us continuing to lean into our weekly live stream. So you'll notice some bigger lights pointing here right at my face. Um, you'll notice some cameras in the room. I may be staring into a camera like I am right now a lot of the time that you're here. Um, since we went into this live stream, man, back in November, I started using a teleprompter instead of looking down at my uh, notes or a script. And I really, really like it. And I want to keep using it but we'll see how it goes. Now, you might be wondering, why are we continuing to do a live stream uh, even when we can meet in person again? And that's a good question. And the answer is twofold. We know that even in the best of times, not everyone can make it every Tuesday. But if there's a place online where people can still come and be somewhat connected to our community, that's what we're trying to do. And we also believe opening our weekly worship service to an online space allows us to grow and reach people in ways that we couldn't before which I'm really excited about. Our, a coma is not huge, right? I think it'd be really incredible if in a, a year or two from now, we have a thriving community consisting of a full room at a coma and a healthy contingent joining us through the live stream. That would be awesome. I have high hopes for this space, but what I want you to hear more than anything is that as we continue, um, that we will continue to come together every Tuesday to worship and learn together like we have for the past 28 years. All right, so in a nutshell, this is the next chapter in the story of TNL, a church pursuing grace and authenticity and spiritual formation and generosity through curriculum, culture, and community as a tangible expression of God's love and grace for the world. This isn't something that we can just implement overnight. Uh, some, of this, some of this has already started, but hopefully you can see the potential that lies uh, before us in, in the things that still need to be planted and built up. We're starting a period of replanting and rebuilding as a church. It's gonna take some time. It's gonna take some creativity. It's gonna take some perseverance. And it's gonna take some risk. There's gonna be some growing pains as we re replant and rebuild, but that's how you, you'll know that we're actually growing. It's exciting. I've been really excited about this. Uh, my hope is to have a lot of these things implemented and growing by the time that we hit our 30th anniversary uh, in the fall of 2023, just a little over two years from now. Which brings us to you. How can you help push us into this new reality? I mean, the first and primary thing is dive in. Commit to give 100% to this endeavor over the next two years. Be here at a coma or on the live stream on Tuesdays. Commit to something that sounds fun and maybe a little risky or scary. Uh, do you want to help create culture 
create music, create art. Let's talk about it. If you're invited to a group, say yes. Invite people to join you doing something that you love. Take a risk with us. Say yes to the new things that we're trying. Try them with us. We're experimenting with a lot of stuff here. Jump in. Share what we're doing and the pieces that we're creating with your friends and your family. And you can also help by praying with and for TNL. At the end of the day, this is all about God and is all for God and is only possible with God. We're going to need a lot of prayer to make this happen. Speaking of which, like I alluded to earlier, we currently already have a group of people getting together regularly to pray for all of us. If you're interested, uh, talk to Nikki Joe or Jody Top or Sarah Usinger about how you can get involved with them. I'm excited about this. I hope you are too. But I'm sure at least some of you have questions about all of this. I mean, we just kind of scraped the surface of what we're talking about. And that's great if you have questions. I wanna talk with you about this. I'd love to have a conversation about what you're excited about, uh, what blind spots we might have, what you're worried about, um, and how to continue to, to build a dynamic and exciting community together. So email me, text me, call me. Let's figure out a time to talk. I'm 100% about that. This community still has a lot to offer each other and the world. We have a unique opportunity to do something similar to what TNL did almost 30 years ago and meet people where they're at in a way that deeply resonates and connects them to God and each other. We have an opportunity to be a safe place for people where they're accepted just as they are. We have an opportunity to uh, inspire people, to instill hope in people, to enrich lives, to introduce or reintroduce people to God in a way that they haven't experienced before. Potentially, <laughs> again, changing the trajectory of thousands of lives, including our own. So let's go. I'm looking forward to it. And that's not just the grape soda that I had earlier talking. I am like genuinely pumped about this. So that's what I have for you tonight. 